You're tuned in to the 49th Hour Podcast. 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 To the 49th hour podcast. Um, I'm Zach, joined with Tommy and Jordan and Bay Kobe. Kobe, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing fantastic, Zach. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Just chilling and relaxing. It's a Tuesday. Yeah, I'm just uh, is it mentally this off season? It's gonna be uh, it is Tuesday. Doozy. It's gonna be a doozy. The uh, the off season for for Niners Twitter, it's gonna be insane, bro. Every day it's gonna be something new. The all lights go out. No, Jordan, do you know it's Tuesday today? I didn't, dude. Thank you for the groundbreaking update. <laughs> I did not know it was Tuesday today. I also was a nice Tuesday. You didn't. He's like, no, I'm, I'm thank you, thank you for your um. You just questioned me. What are you questioning me for? On, on the <laughs> it's a Tuesday. We can just change the there. We can get into some minor stuff. I think, I'm pretty sure everybody knows it's Tuesday. If they don't, they do now. I think we're all on the same page. I'm saying I'm enjoying my Tuesday. It's my day off today. So congratulations. I'm, I'm thrilled well, for you. Really. You're not a very nice person today. I've had it open every week. I am not thrilled this week. <laughs> all right, Kobe, what were your thoughts on the the finale? Um, I was at work when the game was on, so I didn't get to watch it live, but I watched the condensed version today. And, uh, you know, it's another game where if the 49ers have better core play, they probably win the game. You know, they held Wilson to very pedestrian numbers through three quarters. It was, they had six points until about, what, seven minutes left to go in the fourth. Um, Niners were up 10 uh, with late in that, you know, halfway through that fourth quarter, which reminds me of another time. Um <laughs> They're up by 10 with halfway through the fourth quarter, but you know, we won't talk about it. But yeah, I mean, overall, the defense was what it was for most of the season. They were they were pretty stout. They did their thing. Salah's done a great job this season with that defense, considering considering all of the pieces that they're missing. Um, but it came down to the offense to to put the Seahawks away, and uh they couldn't do it. CJ Beathard was very slow to start the game to get well, he was two for six for six yards before that Richie James throw. So that's how the offense started. And then he was he was bad in the fourth quarter. He couldn't really move the ball much when they needed him to. Um, Kittle has some drops, was kind of played into that. But for the most part, you know, it's just better quarterback play. And, and that, game's, that, game's, that game's won. It should have been over a while ago. Niners had multiple opportunities to win that game, but they lost. And so because of that, they'll, they'll pick 12th instead of 15th or 16th. So over me in the day, you know, it's nice. It's nice. Team was competitive. Team came out healthy. It was all around. <laughs> no. That's true. I don't, was there any injuries that came out of the game? I think some people got nicked up, but nothing major. So basically mm-hmm. everyone's out of that game healthy for the most part. So I, I mean, suffered, I suffered a broken heart. <laughs> I doubt it. For the last five weeks, uh, nothing new. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, what do we expect? You know, what do we expect? We we expected the loss there. We we almost got a W, but we didn't. So they they lose the game, but they win um, in terms of draft position. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah, and, who's um, the real winners here? All right. <laughs> Uh, we still got a W. We still got a W where we need to get a W at. So, I mean, it was entertaining game, fun game to watch. Didn't, I mean, I guess to some people it ended how they wanted it to end. Niners lost so they can get a higher pick. But, you know, season's finally over. Season's finally over. This this terrible season plagued by injuries is finally over. So we can move on to, to bigger and better things. I think uh, we beat Seattle physically. Um, but obviously they just had Russell Wilson and that was the ultimate game killer in the end, obviously. But I, I feel like uh, a lot of our players were just hard hitting. Like they wanted to win this game. They didn't care about draft. They didn't care about, you know, other outcomes or anything else. They, they wanted to beat Seattle just because it's Seattle and we always play Seattle tough. Um, I mean, we saw, I, I can't remember who it was, but the hit on uh, Jamal Adams nicked him up some. Doesn't even know if he's going to uh, play next week in the wild card. I'm sure. Or are they in the wild card? I think they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's only yeah. one. It's only one person can buy, and that's the uh, the Packers. Packers. So. Right, right. Um, so they don't even know if he's going to play. He probably will because he's Jamal Adams, and I mean they need a pass rush. So, um, but yeah, I, I think we came to play, and uh, they just ultimately had uh russell wilson so yeah i think i think it's kind of funny that the niners kind of uh, not the niners but the seahawks struggle against the niners practice squad and go, them going to the playoffs i think it'd be interesting development to see how they do against uh, the rams even though i'm pretty sure jerry goff is still out is it because of covid or his thumb still i thought I he think- got surgery I think they're hoping he can go for uh, the wildcard game, but if it's if he's out because of his his thumb, he got a little surgery, but um, yeah, he might be back in time. We don't know. We don't know. Until later. It's uh, it's going to be an interesting development how they play in the playoffs because honestly, when the first start when they first started the season, um, offense was lights out and the defense was horrible, like history bad, but then the last let's just say six games in reverse offense has been horrible, but the defense has been spectacular. I don't know what, what I don't know what happened there, but oh, Dunlap happened. They got their pass rush back with a, uh, with Dunlap. But other than I mean, that... it's just, it's just amazing though. Cause Metcalf was going off. Lockett was going off. Wilson was dominating for a while. Then all of a sudden just nothing. He hasn't, He's been kind of struggling lately too, and um, I think it's I think it's going to be very interesting to see how um, they do in the playoffs this year. I personally think yeah. it'll be one done. Yeah, they'll probably be out pretty. John Wolford are going to beat the Seahawks. It depends on it depends on Jared Goff's situation. Um, Man has a broken. If, if if not if not, then I don't see them going too far in the playoffs at least. There's just I just don't see it. Yeah, no, I, think- I don't see it either. I don't see it either. I mean, yeah, the Saints and Packers are much more. I mean, even the Buccaneers, really any team that's not the Rams and the Bears, I'm taking over the Seahawks right now. I, I'm not I'm not too impressed. I mean, 
if if they go far in the playoffs, it'll be because Russell Wilson went back to his MVP form from earlier this year, and that that would be it. I don't think there's any other way they're getting past some of these teams. Even so, I don't, I don't know the team. Like, how do you? I mean, I know it's it's a, it's a divisional game, but for him to struggle so much, I mean, not even just in the Niners game. It's like you know, going leading up to that game, their past six seven games have been all like what one score, and yeah, I mean, maybe. But even so, that's not that's not a guarantee. I mean, there's, there's really no one you really feel that great about them beating. I mean, it, outside of just Russell Wilson. But, yeah, they struggled. On, I mean, can they get their offense right for the playoffs? Maybe. I mean, the Seahawks have a tendency to play down to their competition or play up to their competition. So maybe that factors in. Maybe they play a lot better against better opponents and they play, um, you know, worse against teams that aren't as great. But I don't know. I mean, I'm not picking them to come out of the NFC. I'm picking the Packers probably. Or your Super Bowl predictions? Um, I'm, I'm thinking either – I'm thinking Packers-Chiefs, which is what they wanted last year. I think the NFL wanted that last year for NFL 100, you know, 100-year history. They can have the the first Super Bowl be a repeat in Super Bowl 54. But, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Packers-Chiefs. Rodgers is playing out of his mind right now. I don't, I don't see how they lose. I think Rodgers is MVP this year. Jordan, what's your Super Bowl uh, prediction? Uh, like if I had to pick right now, probably, um, probably, probably Green Bay and Kansas City. Honestly, it's it's the most logical. Uh, I would love to see uh, Tennessee get in. Anybody who follows me, they know how much I love Ryan Tannehill. Their offense is explosive. They just don't have a defense that's very good. Uh, New Orleans is another team to watch. Uh, they're the most complete team in the NFC, I believe. I wouldn't be surprised to see them end up making it. Uh, I would love to see uh, Saints-Packers NFC Championship game. Uh, as much as people may not like the Seahawks, they still have Russell Wilson. You can never count those guys out. Uh, if Pete Carroll stops being a coward and lets him throw the ball and uh, Brian Schottenheimer goes back to letting Russ kind of run the flow of things and starts calling decent games again, they have a chance to beat anybody. This, you know, establishing the run bullshit that they've been doing for years, it's great on paper and it's great for consistency. But in a one-game bubble, give the ball to your best players and let Russell Wilson go to work. Uh, if they do that, they're dangerous. They can beat anybody. Uh, their run defense has been among the league's best all year. Uh, they struggled really early on in the secondary with their passing defense. So I would be hesitant to pick them straight up against a team like Green Bay, uh, especially if they were to get out of the NFC. There's no way in hell I see them beating Kansas City. Uh, their back end is just so suspect. Uh, Dunlap's improved the pass rush, but it's, you know, They've, they've been the best deep, one of the best defenses in the league statistically in the last six weeks, and they still went from 32nd to 23rd. So that should tell you how bad they were to begin with. Um, but to me, the, the two best teams in football consistently all year uh, have been Green Bay and Kansas City, and uh, there's a lot of numbers to back that up. Um, I love the, the offensive and defensive EPA for play tiers. Uh, they've been in a league of their own. The only team that really comes close offensively to either of those teams is Tennessee. But Tennessee's defense is just so suspect that I like as much as I would love to see it happen. Nothing would make me happier now that the Niners are out than to see Ryan Tannehill be Super Bowl MVP. But I just can't trust their defense. So it's a boring pick. A lot of people are going to do it. It seems like the obvious choice, but I would have a hard time picking against Green Bay and Kansas City at this point, especially with the path to the Super Bowl going through both teams. Going into Green Bay in January and winning in that kind of weather, uh, it, it's not easy to do. Right, and the number two team to get to get a week off, so that kind of plays their favor as well. 
Tommy, what about you? I I've been saying Bills Packers for the past few weeks. Um, I I feel like Josh Allen is just a freak of nature, along with Aaron Rodgers is you know also a freak of nature. Um, just because of what Aaron Rodgers has been doing, I saw um, a post earlier today uh, about he's like so above the league average in deep passes, medium throws, short throws, dump offs, whatever. He's like just on a whole new level um, for the uh, passer rating. And Josh Allen, just what he can do on the ground with his legs and what he can do through the air uh, with digs. Um, it, it's just crazy. I mean, Mahomes obviously is insane in his own category just because he's Mahomes and he has weapons with Kelsey Hill. I mean, everyone knows who's on the Chiefs. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I think the Bills and the Packers can uh, show up in the Super Bowl together. Um, I'm not <sighs> – I don't know. I tweeted this earlier today saying that I, I'm kind of a Bills Mafia fan now um, just because of, uh, you know, the Chiefs and their division, that sort of thing. Uh, but I, I've liked Josh Allen for last year because he won me a lot of fantasy stuff, um, but also this year just because of how exciting he is to watch. Um, so, yeah, Packers and uh, Bills for sure. A Bills fan for, this, for the playoffs. Sure. Uh, I'm going to go with Tommy on this one. I I do think it's Bills and Packers. Um, our team, I would say, is Tennessee. But like like Jordan said, I don't trust their defense. Their secondary is not great. And they almost cost themselves, you know, uh, almost lost a game on Sunday. And I was, I was watching that game. and It's really fun to watch. But it's just that defense is – it's very suspectful. It, it's uh, it's very uh, I don't know what the word for it. It's just questionable, I guess. Um, offense is just amazing. You have Derrick Henry, AJ uh, Brown. You have Corey Davis going off. Tannehill is just they're just I don't they're amazing this year. I think they're better than last year. Um, I do think Josh Allen has been playing uh, MVP level. I think. Stephon Diggs has definitely helped him out, and that's why they really needed a um, they needed a playmaker on offense. I'm the defense um, on the Bills. I mean, they're they're good, but they're not totally great either. <clears throat> it's it's kind of plus well plus they have injuries there too. So if they somehow to get some of those guys back, then that'd be fantastic. Um, Chiefs, they've been – they had six straight one-possession win, uh, winning games. It's like the anti-Chargers. Uh, anti, uh, <laughs> um, that's how I, that's how I think about it. Um, they'd be, they be blowing out teams, and all of a sudden they let teams come back into the game. Um, Buccaneers game, for example, um, they were up, I think, 21 to nothing, and the Buccaneers came back, and they ended up – Chiefs ended up winning the game, but only by a field goal. And you can't be late, you can't be letting that happen in playoffs. Um, I do think Bills, if they can take advantage of the Chiefs defense, I think they can take it and go to the Super Bowl. Um, overall, Bills and Packers, I think it's going to be the Bills. Um, pack, I, my opinion, I think Packers are the best team in the NFC. 
um, of the Saints. I think it's be Saints and Packers in the championship, but I think Packers will fall short to the Bills, and I think Bills take it all. That's just that the Packers didn't waste their first round pick on Jordan Love. <laughs> they got their playmaker. He's just on the bench. <laughs> Sit him for about three or four years and see what you can do after. No, like, please respect Aaron Rodgers. Um, Rodgers should honestly have five rings by now. It's just that he's been having horrible defenses in his career. And unfortunately, he had to play against the, um, <laughs> unfortunately, he got to play against the Kaepernick 49ers, too, in the playoffs twice. So, I mean, yeah, Rodgers, I agree. I think Rodgers, the best. NFL QB in the league. I think he's better than Drew Brees. Um, I think he was a. I think he was better than Peyton Manning when Manning was in the league. It's just Rogers has his own tier. He can make the throws. He makes the hell Mary all hell Mary throws all the time. It's it's unbelievable. It's um, he's got to get props to the man. He, I think he's MVP this year. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, I think he's playing better than Mahomes. So. Rogers has my vote. He's also doing it without the, uh, the the talent that Mahomes has on his offense. His his offense is not as loaded as Mahomes is. So yeah, for him to throw damn near fifty touchdowns and only and only five picks, that's that's insane. Right. Yeah, you know, all he has is Devontae Adams and Robert Tunyon, maybe MVS here and there, I guess. But <laughs> and Aaron, Aaron Jones, but. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is on this whole new level. He's he's his own tier for sure. I mean, he was out to prove people wrong. I mean, I think he's trying to prove his own team wrong about him since they drafted Jordan Love. And it's like, you think I'm done? Think yeah. I'm done? All right, have this MVP season here. Hold it. <laughs> Hold my beer. All right, so Kobe with uh, Sala potentially leaving, where do you see him landing, and who do you think will be the new? Uh, defensive coordinator for the the team, Niners. I'll just go with what I want to happen. I want him to take the Chargers job if he gets offered it because that's probably the best. I mean, he gets a Bosa, and he have he also has Melvin Ingram, who have his quarterback already with weapons around him. So I, I think that's the best place for him to, to start where he won't have to – well, he, got, he has a chance to have a pretty competitive team from day one. He wanted to rebuild it. Um, and I think for us – Obviously, Shanahan already talks highly about D'Amico Ryans, um, saying that one day he'll probably be a head coach and he knows he'll be a DC some point, sometime soon. So just go ahead and make him the DC now. You know, go ahead and make him the coordinator of this defense now. He's, he's been around the team since 2017. He knows the personnel. He's the linebackers that he's developed are, are fantastic. I mean, from Fred Warner, you know, being a third round pick that we didn't put that much stock into, to him being now all pro Fred, and then Dre Greenlaw being what he's turned out to be. Um, as a fifth round pick, you know, there's just the production he's gotten out of those two guys um, is, is fantastic. It's, it's helped them uh, because they've missed on Ruben Foster and Quan Alexander. Him being able to draft and develop Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw has helped kind of make you forget that they missed on two linebackers prior to that. So, yeah, I think Demiko Ryan is, is the person that wanted DC. You know, they can, I'm sure he probably has his own philosophies from what he's learned from Salah and what he thinks, you know, would work for this team. So he might not run the same. Uh, scheme that Sala does, it might be changed, might be a variation of it. So that, I mean, that could be something that happens. But you know, just to avoid him, just to avoid like losing too many, too many good coaches from the staff, I would, I would 
um, you know, make a Ryan's the DC, just like I would make Peter's the GM and move Lynch up, like you've been saying and preaching um, on on Twitter, Zach. You know, making Adam Peters the GM and then moving um, John Lynch to president of football operations. So, yeah, I would I would want to make a Ryan's as DC, and I think Salah should take the Charger job if he gets offered. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, sorry. Go ahead, Tommy. I I before or uh, before he went, even went to go to the interview for the Chargers. As soon as Anthony Lynn got fired, I was like, Salah just needs to go to the Chargers. It's he has a young QB, he has some weapons already on offense. Um, I mean, you got Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, I believe. I think he's a free agent, though, if I'm wrong. Like, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, but he might be. Who's that? But Mike Williams. Um, Anyways, no. but I mean, he has he has some weapons on offense, and then he has, like you said, he has another Bosa he can work with. Um, he has Melvin Ingram, just a bunch of playmakers on defense. So I mean, he has his defense pretty much set, and I mean, he made us a top ten defense just with practice squad guys. So it's not like you you know playmakers are even really a problem. So I mean, he's gonna thrive in uh, the Chargers if he actually ends up going there, and I personally want him to go to the Chargers just, you know, because he's going to be in the same division as Mahomes, so that'd be kind of fun to see. And uh, um, to see how that would be a good team. Want to go to a good team or not? Yeah, I don't want want him to waste his career, you know, on the Jets, Jags, whatever, just a long – it's going to be a while before they, you know, make it to the top pretty much. But the Chargers, I mean, Justin Herbert, we saw he broke the um, rookie rookie touchdown rounds. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean he's he's set. I mean he he needs to go to the Chargers for sure. That's that's probably that should be his top team priority. Then I probably rank I probably rank Chargers, Lions. Uh, where else do you go? Um, maybe Jags if they get Trevor Lawrence. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't think he's gone other places really yet. The Jags are in a bad situation either, but the only issue is which. Chad Khan says, and he makes the roster um, decisions. And I'm like, oh, right. If I'm tall, I'm like, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm not. <laughs> I can't deal with that. I can't deal yeah. with that. Um, yeah, that, that, that has disaster written all over it. I wouldn't go there. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. So, yeah, I, I'd pretty much narrow it down to Chargers Alliance, and Chargers are at the top for sure. Oh, and he interviewed for the Falcons, which I thought was pretty funny because, you know, <laughs> yeah, so um, I agree. I think. I think he should go to the Chargers. I think they have a great – they have a lot of untapped potential there on defense and on offense. Uh, Herbert, potential. Is, Herbert is amazing, but I think DeBowl from the Bills, look offensive coordinator there, I think he takes the job there, unfortunately. Um, Sala, I I think underrated plays will be Jacksonville, but, but like you guys said, I think the, the thing that will probably drive him away is – um, owner saying he'll take um, so to have a general manager roles. But um, I don't think he'd be stuck there. I think Jacksonville, they have, they'll have like, what, $71 million in cap space next year. They have the number one pick for Trevor Lawrence. They, they, they are in a good position, honestly. They really are. Um, I think Houston might be a good place. I, no, not Houston, but uh, um, I think Jess could be a good place. They have two first-round picks this year. Um, I know when people think Jess, like, oh, it's a Jess and everything. 
I think a good head coach could change the whole team. And I think that's what Saul is. I think he's fantastic. I think he's going to be a fantastic head coach. I really do. Um, I think what Chargers are going to be looking for is a offensive coordinator to utilize Herbert's uh, potential and offense. Um, I would love to see more defense, uh, more defense in the AFC West, but I still think Saul either goes to um, either Jets. Falcons could be in play. I don't know. That's that's an interesting one. Um, but I think it's going to be Detroit overall. Yeah, I mean, he has a lot of connections up uh, in Detroit, so I wouldn't be surprised if he goes there. But I, I'd rank the Chargers just at the top of my list if I was Sala, just because of the potential that's there with the defense. I mean, but Herbert, again, and I've heard uh, that LaFleur might even follow uh, Sala. So... I mean, he can, you know, take whatever he's learned with Shanahan and what he's learned in the past uh, with him, you know, to help out the offense. Um, but kind of building off of the comment that I don't know how to say your name, sorry. But uh, I think getting a better or I won't say better, but like a right minded head coach can definitely change the, like an organization or a team for sure. Cause I mean, we're seeing it with floors. We're seeing it with Rivera at Washington uh, football team. I mean, that organization went from like the worst to like one of the best uh, I'd say just with, um, you know, attitude changes and that sort of thing. And I mean, we even saw, you know, he went through chemo and everything and uh, just brightened the mood of like the entire team and players uh they just seem you know with alex smith coming back and everything they just seem like they you know enjoyed the environment there and of course now they're in the playoffs so i mean that has to say something as well (laughs) um but yeah getting getting the right coach for the right team is uh definitely a good change for the uh culture for sure yeah i've been hearing that uh if raheem morris from the falcons if he gets a head coach job but i think that's I think that's very slim anyways. But if he does get a head coach job, I'm th- I think he takes McDaniels as well with him. So um, it's you can tell how great this team is if teams want to poach your team if you're a 6-10 and 10 record. You have a 6-10 record. So that tells you how great this team is. Um, I've said this before. If the Niners were healthy, they would curve stomp everybody because it's just... Everybody has a weakness, and I'm pretty sure Niners could utilize that and exploit it. But injuries, you know, what you going to do? Yeah, if if we weren't if we weren't plagued by injuries, I don't think we'd be discussing quarterback so intensely as we are now because we'd be talking about you know the, the Niners shot at the Super Bowl. So because they were injured, because they lost so many key players, I mean the, the season got derailed before even got started when he lost both in week two. You know, your corner, one of your cornerstones on the defense, which defense was still very good uh, without him, but with him, I mean, imagine how good how good a defense would have been for you know a consecutive year. And the offense, I know, not everyone's a Jimmy fan, but obviously he's much better than Mullins and Beathard. So the offense would have been a lot more uh, consistent. You wouldn't have had as many turnovers as you had with Mullins, and obviously Garoppolo makes a lot more plays than CJ Beathard does. So, yeah, healthy team. This team was probably the number one seed again, um, but they weren't healthy. And so now the Niners will have a chance to 
uh, address a position that they didn't think they would have to address uh, this soon with a pick that's higher than they expected to have. So, you know, maybe uh, a blessing in disguise. Maybe we'll see what they do with this uh, opportunity. But yeah, Niners would definitely have been um, one of, if not the best team in the NFC if they were healthy for sure. I don't, I don't think any of these teams would have given the Niners trouble if they were healthy. So, at, oh, go ahead, Tom. <laughs> for people that don't know, what is what is your take on the QB situation? Um, I tweeted today, um, twenty twenty one QB one, and I had a picture of Garoppolo. And that's not me saying that I want Garoppolo back. What I want them to do is trade the farm and go get Zach Wilson or go get Justin Fields, one of those two. But I just feel I, – I just have – yeah, hopefully the hot draft pick is a blessing in disguise. That's – I mean, Garoppolo tearing his ACL got us Bosa. Hopefully um, Garoppolo – I mean, uh, Bosa tearing his ACL will get us a franchise QB. But, yeah, back to what I was saying about the quarterback position. I, I want them to trade the farm to get one of these top four QB prospects, but you know I just fear that Shanahan and Lynch might get too might try to get too cute, try to hold on to, to some of these future future draft picks because you know that their motto is you know make moves that that help us now and will help also help us later. Maybe they think that holding on to Garoppolo and getting a quarterback in day two and just and just you know kind of grooming him behind Garoppolo for a year. Um, they'll they'll have the same out they have for this year, next year for Garoppolo. So it's not like they're missing out on saving money on him um, and getting rid of him if they don't cut him this year. Now, obviously, you won't get the twenty plus million this year if you don't cut him this year because he'll still still be on the team. But I'm sure they can probably re-sign a lot of people, even if they do keep Garoppolo. They can probably make some. I know there's a lot of little a lot of wiggling you can do with the cap. Um, that we don't know about who are not, you know, those kind of people who know about how to, how to spread out money and how to, you know, all kinds of incentives and all that stuff. So we don't know how that's going to go. When we saw the Rams and the Chiefs, and the Chiefs somehow um, sign more people than we thought was possible with their cap situation. So it's, ob- it's obviously they, it, it can be done. They can keep yeah. Garoppolo and still keep a lot of other players if they, if they can make it work. But yeah, I just think that Shanahan and, and Lynch will, will, will get too cute. They'll get too stuck up on their on their on their philosophy, their motto that do what's best for the team now and do what's best for the team later. They might view that what's best for the team now is keeping Garoppolo because Shanahan has won with him and he may believe that he can still win with him, may still bank on him getting just slightly better, just enough better that, that they can get over the hump. And they'll probably draft a quarterback in day two that they'll groom behind him to you know be the backup for, for next year and then if Garoppolo is still underwhelming. Um, that, yeah, that's a good point from uh, Andre Noe. He says, Shanahan has said before, you are never one player away. Didn't see him trading the farm away. That's the kind of why I believe. I think Shanahan and Lynch will get stuck on their on their um, their way of thinking. And they'll be like, you know what? In- instead of just trading all these picks for a franchise quarterback that we believe Fields or Wilson might be, you know, as great as their talent is, they'd be like, you know what? We'll... we'll, we'll Draft some other position with the first pick. We'll keep Garoppolo. And then in, in, in day two, we'll maybe get somebody that we like a quarterback to maybe develop behind Garoppolo. And they'll go for it like that. Do I want that to happen? No. I want them to trade the farm and go get Justin Fields or go get Zach Wilson. But I am preparing myself mentally <laughs> for the reality that Jimmy Garoppolo is still here come next year. So that, that's where my stance is. That's where I'm going to be at this whole offseason. Until – 
I'll believe it when I see it. That, that's where, that's when I'm going with this. Up. I, I believe it when I see it. I believe they're going to get Fields and Wilson when they trade up for him. Until then, I think Garoppolo's back. See, that is what I've been saying. I think it was the episode where we brought Matt on, I want to say, Matt Barr. I I said I, I want them to go get their guy, uh, Will or Wilson, Fields, Lance, whoever, Lawrence, if you know they want to really break the bank. But I mean, if <laughs> I I I'm expecting them to stay with Jimmy just because that's the reality of Lynch and Shanny. I, I just see it happening. But then again, I can totally understand them, you know, going to get their guy. Um, but like you said, I, you kind of said it more perfect. I'm expecting just to be let down. <laughs> I'm yeah. expecting just to stay with Jimmy just because that's, I mean, it makes sense in a way, but then it also makes sense to cut him, trade him, whatever, and go get a different guy, bring in a vet, that sort of deal. I mean, we all know we've been talking about this for like a month and a half now, I, I think two months maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just expecting to get like a corner or, you know, whoever, trade down, do whatever from there. So, but yeah, you said it perfect. Took the words right out of my mouth. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I agree. I think they should trade up to get Fields or Wilson. I honestly think Wilson goes to Carolina. I think that's where Adam Peters is going to go. And I think that's where Wilson ends up at. Um, I I would love to have Justin Fields here. But I think him playing against Clemson and dominating against that team pretty much um, up to, up to his draft. But honestly, with the just situation, I, think they, I honestly think they keep Darnold. I think they trade down. And if they do, that's a nice target to trade up because he's not going to last that long. Um, I don't want Mac Jones. I don't want Kyle Trask. I've been saying this over and over again. They are literally Jimmy G, 2.0s. Um, Kyle Trask is like a slower Jimmy G. Um, Mac Jones is a more of athletic version of Jimmy G. I don't want him anywhere near this team. I really don't. Or being, we're we're back to square one. I I need that. I want a QB that'll take us over the hump year in year out. Um, no matter he'll make plays consistently on his beats, uh, makes us deep throws. Um, it's just a lot of factors going into this, and I I would love to draft QB. I think um, restructuring Jamie's contract does not help. The Niners, it actually messes them up, honestly, in the future. It's a, it, what restructuring means is it's a short time, it's a short short term fix, which means they're going to convert the base salary into a new signing bonus, and that that frees up money for this year and maybe next year, but that still causes problems for the next in the future for the long term, and that that won't help Jimmy out. It won't help the Niners out at all. Um, I think their best solution is to get rid of the whole QB room, except for Rosen. I think he stays. I think you start fresh. I think you go get your quarterback, get your guy, and just play it out by ear. See how see how he performs. See what he does. 
if you think you got the guy and is your your biggest it's gonna be your biggest um, decision of the it's gonna be the biggest decision of the Shanahan and Lynch era. This offseason is gonna be very important. And that actually kinda of leads into the question, um, Kobe, uh, who do you think they bring back next year with forty free agents coming um upcoming this offseason? Um, I mean the number itself is scary, but I don't think there's as many as that they need to bring back. Um than looks. I mean, I know Richard Sherman's not going to be back. Um, they might not bring Tart back. Uh, Juice was emotional in his press conference, so there's a chance that they might not bring him back. Kevin Coleman might not come back. I think guys that you might want to that you want to focus on bringing back. Uh, one of them is obviously Trent Williams. You'd have a good left tackle in the league, and you don't want to let him one like his caliber go. Um, another guy they could probably one thing about bringing back is uh, Jason Verrett. And or uh, a killer with a spoon. With a spoon ended the year well. Now I don't know how much money gonna make him on the market. I don't know what people are gonna be willing to pay him. But if you can bring him back, um, uh, maybe a short term deal, maybe two year, three year, prove it deal, like prove what's what we saw at the end of the season wasn't a fluke as possible. Um, for it, maybe another proof that you can stay healthy year. You know, maybe you get an incentive based contract where he gets. Pay a lot of money if he finishes the season or whatever. Maybe he'd be okay with that. Um, so if I'm going to say this, I think if um, going back to um, general manager, I think if Peter does leave, I want I would love to have um, Champ Kelly come into play here. Um, that's that's a guy I'm calling a vouch for. Um, if John Lynch does promote himself to football. President of uh, football operations, um, Champ Kelly has actually done a pretty good job with the Bears. He, um, during his time with the Broncos, um, he got he helped with uh, getting Peyton Manning, um, Wes Welker, Demarcus Ware, Akeem Talib, Emmanuel Sanders, and uh, um, TJ Ward, I think, and they ended up winning a uh, Super Bowl. Uh, with those guys, um, when he went to the Bears, he got he helped with uh, getting Khalil Mack, um, Danny Trevon, Trevathan, my bad, um, Akeem Hicks, Roquan Smith, um, Alan Robinson, and um, Trubisky. I mean, he had influence on Trubisky um, pick. I think if Pierre does leave, which I'm pretty sure he is at this point. I would love to see Champ Kelly coming to come here, and I think he'd be a good fit for the Niners with uh, drafting and free agency. But as far as as um, players, I want to keep um, people. Well, people should know that the forty free agents, um, most of them are backup players and depth pieces, so. The players I would like to have back would be um, Trent Williams, of course. He's he's elite, top five, left, top three maybe, left tackle. Um, I love to see Kyle um, Juice. I love to see him come back um, for his press conference. Like um, Kobe said, I it can be hard to uh, tell if he does come back or not. I think he's an important piece. 
to offense, but I think the money might be too much, and they could go a different direction with him. Um, I would love to. I would love to see Carlin come back. We need um, Def at center, just uh, interior O line. I think Carlin be a good piece. He's he's a good player when he's available. Um, as starter, no, but I think he'd be a good backup. Uh, Hyder played terrifically this year. Um, I love to. I love to have him come back as a. Uh, rotational piece for Bosa because I know people love to see Bosa every single down, but I think Bosa needs those uh, needs that rest. And I think Hyder comes in and will help that out quite a bit. Um Barrett definitely will be top priority. Um Tabor Pepper has become a um a fan favorite of the Niners and I think his relationship actually got um, better with the special teams. So I love, I love to have him come back. Um, DJ Jones, I've been vouching for him. I know if Riley's watching this, I know he doesn't like DJ Jones, but um, he's actually been terrific in the run game. And whenever he's out, um, I think, I feel like the Niners get worse. Um, yes. Uh, I guess a run. So I would love to have him come back if um if he can stay healthy. Um mostly probably definitely coming back because he's a restricted free agent. And um probably the last person I would say is probably Jeff Wilson. I mean he's a restricted free agent as well. But um having that one two punch with uh um Mostert is probably pretty important more important than people actually um, realize. Uh, Wilson has been really good. I think he'd be great for third down situations or goal line. Um, that's what they actually used him for the past two years in the red zone because all he did was score touchdowns. So I think he'd be, uh, I think he'd be essential to keep um, this year. Um, one more person I would like to bring back. It probably won't happen, but I would like to bring back is Jordan Reed. Um, Reed was really great. Um, I don't know if he would come back. I know he did not like playing with Mullins in the backup quarterbacks. It, it is what it is. But um, I would love to see Reed come back. Um, the first time we actually got to see him and Kittle on the field at the same time was Sunday. And I... I don't think he does come back. But it'd be nice, but those are those are about like what ten player, ten fifteen players that would like to come back. Um, Taylor is probably it's definitely gone. I don't see him coming back. I, I I'm one of those people that I don't want Kendrick Bourne back. Um, I think they can do better than him. <laughs> I know Tommy, you're shaking your head, but hmm. I I don't think he's 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 very inconsistent. He makes he drops the easy passes, but he, makes the um, tough catches. And I, uh, I don't know. I just, I'm not really a big born fan to begin with either. Um, I think they could do better. I think they should either draft a slot receiver or go after Curtis Samuel or um, um, Will Fuller. 
I think Curtis Samuel will probably play a bit more in Kyle Shanahan's system. Um, but I think he's I think he's gonna be uh, worth a lot. So probably won't happen. And I think he might be too expensive. So I think they end up drafting a receiver later on. Um, I know Jordan's been vouching for Rondell Moore and uh, Dad Newsom and some other guys. Um, I've been looking at Tutu Atwell and um, Mark Marquise uh, Stevenson from um, Houston. I think those guys are will be fantastic in the system. I think they have the speed to help Shanahan open up a uh, playbook more. So that's where I stand on it. How about you, Jordan? Uh, yeah, they need a receiver. Uh, they need somebody that can come in that can play out of the slot. Somebody who's fast would be good. Ayuk's uh, pretty quick. Debo's pretty a lot faster than people realize, too, because he's such a bulldozer. I think people forget how quick he is in the open field. But they certainly could use an upgrade. Uh, I think Kendrick Bourne will be back. Uh, I, I like him in the wide receiver room. Uh, he, you know, I know he frustrates people. He, he has a lot of drops, but he also has a knack for getting balls and coming down with them in big moments. And uh, I, I would be okay with him coming back. I would prefer him being kind of fourth, fifth on the depth chart. Uh, they really need a guy who can come in that can return punts, which is why I'm so big on somebody like a Daz Newsom who can come in, who can be that speed threat, can play out of the slot, can run that fly sweep stuff they do. Is a good punt returner. Has returned punts for touchdowns in college. Uh, I, I like everything about the guy. He wouldn't cost too much. Uh, Rondale Moore is my one of my favorite players in the draft. But there's no way in the hell the 49ers are drafting him. He's going to be a first-round pick, maybe early day two in the second round. But I don't see the 49ers investing that kind of capital in him. I would love if they did. But uh, ultimately, it really depends on what they do at quarterback. Uh, if they keep the current quarterback room, be a waste to draft a receiver that's that good you're not going to maximize their skill set with any of the three quarterbacks the 49ers currently have uh so it would be kind of silly to spend that kind of capital on somebody who's full talent you really aren't ever going to see uh if they were to trade a future pick for somebody like you know i know stafford's the name that gets floated around a bunch and hell yeah go for it i'd be all for them getting another receiver and you look at teams like kansas city kansas city is middle of the pack they're, they're bottom half of the league uh defensively uh by most metrics but they're scoring so many points that they're so hard to beat week in and week out because they have so much firepower on offense and you can only pay so much attention to the rest of the guys when you have to focus on a Tyreek Hill, you have to focus on a Travis Kelsey. And then you have these guys like Demarcus Robinson and Sammy Watkins and Miko Hardman that are sitting there that are being able to exploit the holes in the defense created by the attention that those guys get. Obviously, the 49ers don't really have a Tyreek Hill. I think Kittle, uh, Kittle and Kelsey compare very favorably together. Uh, they're both good at different things, but they both command a tremendous amount of attention from a defense. Uh, I think Brandon Ayuk, though, is, you know, like I said, he's not Tyreek Hill yet, but he is a tremendous uh, young receiver in this league who has the potential to dominate the attention of a defense similar to Tyreek Hill. And when you add in Debo and you start adding in extra guys, the more guys you can throw at a defense, ultimately, the more problems they're going to have. So this draft is loaded at receiver. They could go with somebody also, you know, maybe they still want that bigger you know, um, slot guy that's, you know, s- sitting around six feet, a little over six feet. Uh, they could go with the Sage Surratt, a Tylen Wallace. Um, there's a lot of guys in the draft I like that they could take day three, day, f- um, you know, later in the fourth, maybe late third, end of day two. Uh, but I don't see them spending a first or second round pick on receiver. It, it would just would be ridiculously foolish to do it with the quarterbacks they have now that can't hit the receivers they already do have. Yeah, so um, 
I don't know about the big slot receiver because it if it's on, it depends on um, Jalen Hurts' health and what Jawan Jennings can do because um, they are the big slot receivers. But it's it's like you said, it's, it's a loaded draft um, receiver class. Um, I like to. It'd be interesting to see what they do. I do think they do pick up a receiver pretty late. Um, they could use a kick returner and punt returner. It could be receiver, running back, corner, whoever. Um, most likely, probably receiver. Um, I think I think that's going to be an interesting development in the offseason and see what they do, and um, and see do, see they, what they do there. What about you, Tommy? Um. Okay, so going back to Bourne, I like Bourne. He is a super clutch guy, clutch heavy guy, I should say. Um, He comes in, like we said, in big moments, but, I mean, he's never around just to catch dink and dunk sort of passes. Um, Like Jordan said, he would be a good, like, four or five receiver, but maybe a wide receiver three. Um, But I... I don't know if we're if we're able to just bring him back on like a cheap sort of deal, which I mean I don't even know if he would accept it at this point, just because of, I mean like what he's been through on the on the team at least uh, with the drops and all that sort of thing. Um, I like Bourne, but I know a lot of people don't don't like him, um, and I mean we can definitely spend the money elsewhere. Uh, I do agree that Curtis Samuel is probably going to be too expensive for what he offers or what he brings to the table, I should say. Um, but yeah, we, we should probably go draft maybe like a day two, day three, maybe like a low, what am I trying to say? Uh, high ceiling, low floor sort of player. Um, I think that was pretty decent for the team. Um but but yeah, I don't I don't see the receiver position being a huge need as it has been in the past. So um, it would be nice to, for them to focus more on the offensive line this um, this draft, uh, and maybe just like co- corner or something of that nature. I forgot you know, Quan Williams. What's up? Yeah, oh, Quan, he, he has to be brought back. Oh, yeah, Kwan Williams, yeah, one of the best slot corners in the league and no one knows about. Yeah, I think he is one person you need to bring back. Um, obviously, the obvious one, Trent Williams. Um, you know, it's it's like six or seven, maybe eight dudes who really who really need to be brought back. But other than that, I mean, you guys can go find the list. Look, scroll through the list and see all the people on, on that list and tell me how people need to get back. The people listening, not really you guys on screen, but people listening, people like fans. Just pull up the... 49 years 2021 freezing place and look at all the names and realize how many guys are guys you probably never even seen play on the field this year or how many of those guys that you didn't know were on the team number number two and just aren't that important to the team they were some were brought in you know because the practice squad was different this year you could have veterans on the practice squad this year um that was a new thing because of covid and there were a lot of guys who were brought in who got injured you know for one year when we lost when we like when we lost bosa they brought in uh, Ezekiel Ansa, and he's one of the free agents, and they're probably not gonna bring him back. So, like, just guys like that are on the list too. That only that only play one game or two games, and then they're gone. So, a lot of dudes on there that don't really even matter. You know, a lot of guys that can be replaced if you let them go. There's only about six or seven dudes. If if everybody if everyone in free agency was like an important name, we have more than 25 million cap space. 
we have like 40 or 50 million in cash basis. We had, you know, important dudes um, that were hitting for agency, but it's only like four, like six or seven. So, um, people, so people just need to chill out over the number of agents. It's not that, it's not that crazy. It, it, it really, it really isn't. Um, with the deal with uh, like Trent and uh, not really Trent, but Fred Warner, I think it actually saves them money if they um, extend them. Um, I don't think Blair does come back. I, that's his opinion for me. I don't. I like to have Blair back, but I don't think he does. Um, it's just the thing is, Niners have twenty point seven million dollars cash space as of right now. If they do get rid of Jimmy, that's twenty seven million more. So you have forty seven million right there. If D Ford's gone, Wes Rivers gone. You're tacking on at least fifteen million more, so you're looking around sixty million dollars in cash base if those three are gone. So when people say Niners don't have money, they have the money. They're just not gonna bring everybody back, and that's and that's what people can't wrap their heads around. They're not gonna bring everybody back. They're gonna bring at least fifteen tops players back. I just hate the comment like oh, they got forty phrases. They can afford to to trade picks. They got forty. It's like listen, read the list. How many of those guys even know on the team? Is exactly. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's very it's. I don't know. I I don't understand people. Um, and like I said again earlier, most of these guys are just backup players, death pieces. It, it don't matter. Right, they it really be easily replaced. Could be easily replaced. So the two death pieces I do I would like to see come back would be Garland and maybe Jamar Taylor. Jamar. Taylor was pretty, playing pretty great this year. Yeah, I, 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 I like would be his age and with the ACL injury. You know, how does he come back? Well, he's yeah. already like in his thirties, so yeah, that's that's kind of mm-hmm. rough. But he was solid when he played. I think he had two picks in the Patriots game. He was pretty solid in the other games he played in. Um, but yeah, it, it's going to be rough with the with that kind of injury that late into his career. How he how he comes back, we'll see. But I mean, we do love those injury guys. So, <laughs> what, what is it like? Even like even past Balky, we're still taking guys who have injury histories. So I mean, it's all about uh, the it's higher, a thing. reward. It's a traditional. It's a tradition. You know, gotta keep it going. It's just a, it's just a San Francisco thing now, huh? We just take guys with injury concerns, but you know, screw it's it. Just, it's actually kind of funny that um, the the people that were injured quite a while, like McKinnon, Barrett, and um, who else was hurt? Quite a bit. Um, I, can't, I can't think of it. But those, but those guys are actually contributing more than the ones that were actually healthy most of their careers. I think I think that's kind of funny for a while. That McKinnon, he just fell off the face of the earth. I don't know what happened to him. Um, King, the surgery, the surgery. He's not the same quarter. He's not the same quarterback. Although uh, it's how the Jason oh, God. from the Wildcat, but <laughs> you don't he's learn that anymore because of the uh, the injuries. He's not as explosive, not as fast, and that kind of took took away what you know were his best traits. So, yeah, the the knee injuries screwed him. Yeah, so he's definitely not coming back. Yeah, I don't think he comes back. He's on. He's on no. a freezing list. He's not going to come back. I don't think so. Coleman's not coming back. I hope not. At least no, I've. I've hoped that Coleman doesn't come back. Wilson exploding the way he did this year should make Coleman expendable. Like we don't need to bring Coleman back when we got Wilson playing the way he has. Exactly. Yeah. So I. Yeah. So I mentioned 
Moser and Wilson will be the one-two punch. I think they should use Wilson on third down, third and fourth down situations, the short situations, and the goal line because that's why they've mainly been using him for the past two years because he's the because all he does is score touchdowns. So. Sure you, they well, can doesn't he lead the team in touchdown score in the Shanahan era? Uh, uh, I think it's so. close. If I it's think not, so. He might. I think I saw that before. I think he does. Which is crazy. Is there, he hasn't even played in all the games. I wonder if he played if he played in every game for a full season, how many touchdowns he have. Yeah, I was going to say, shoot, they can screw the third down situations, just play him in general, just because he's he's such a patient runner. He's fun to watch just because he watches for the hole, then he just shoots the gap. It's so so fun to watch cause, just because he's super clutch, too. I mean, we saw in the Cardinals games this year and last year. Same play, same result. I mean, it was... Texas really, route. Yeah, it was so fun to watch. He did it three times, actually. No, twice. He did it twice. Most of did it one time. Yeah. Uh, this first week or week one. It's always the same route, too. It's crazy. Yeah, the Cardinals can't defend the Texas route for some reason. The linebackers just can't. Like, Shinny had no, the linebackers can't defend that route. I haven't seen how, how Isaiah Simmons has been doing. I haven't paid attention too much about him. If I didn't have work so much, like, I wish I didn't have to work as often as I did so I could pay more attention to, like, other stuff around the league. I can only really pay attention to the Niners. That's all I have time for. I have so yeah. much work I can't I can't watch everybody else. People are like, what do you think about this? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Twitter is my main uh, information source. I I don't really get to read any of the articles or anything because I just literally wake up, go to work, come home, make dinner, go to bed. <laughs> yeah, so. and then in between I try to listen to like Niner podcasts and, and do my podcast and all that stuff. And right. yeah, I just don't have time to, to keep up with every team in the league. Man, I need to talk to you more, Kobe. I feel like we're in the same boat in a lot of things here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, I'd be out. I'd be out there on the timeline. You, you'll see me. Yeah, you only come around when I say something. I mean, listen, Zach. There's some <laughs> things you say that you, that just can't be ignored. Okay, so I mean, I have. I'm perfect. I'm elite no. on Twitter. That's a questionable. Uh, use I'm of very, I, I would say I'm very underrated. That's what I would say. Okay, well, on that note, is there anything else uh, we should be going over? (laughs) Um, I'm on two podcasts. I host one. I'm a co-host on the other one. Um, When I host Talking Niners, uh, at Talking Niners Pod, you can find it there. You can find me there. Then another one, the Faithful Four podcast, me and three others. Uh, We talk about the Niners, too. So if you like listening to Niners talk and want to listen to it as much as you can, uh, I got two for you. So. So like that. And I'm on the I'm on Twitter a lot. Maybe too much, but I'm on Twitter a lot. <laughs> we all are. It's okay. 